Hi, I'm back. I've just watched Anchorman 2 again. This one's a lot different than the first one, and funnier, and believe it or not, it's better, which is rare for a sequel. Well, most people mess up a sequel when they start filming and writing the script because they try too hard to make it better than the first one. There was a really funny part in Anchorman 2 where, where Ron and Champ and Brian found out Burke was dead, or at least they fought. Until... They went to Brick's funeral, where Brick showed up to talk. He said, which means he wasn't dead. He said, I can't believe Brick is dead. I feel as if I had just seen him yesterday. I will not rest until I find his killer. Ron and the two other were like, no, no, you are Brick. Brick's alive. He was like, I am Brick. They all said, yes. He then became so happy. It was hilarious. Especially since Brick's so, you know, dumb. There's also... There's also a shark included later in the movie, but we'll get into that later. Let's get into the plot, shall we? So... So, the movie starts out with Ron and now his now wife, Veronica, at a different news studio after, after they're done reporting the news, the boss, played by Harrison Ford, calls him up to his, his office to tell Veronica she's promoted or something and tells Ron he's fired and he's the worst reporter he's ever seen. It then cuts to Ron and Veronica walking into their house. Ron looks furious and they're yelling at each other. Walter, their son, comes downstairs to see what the hell is going on. Veronica tells him to go upstairs, but, insi but Ron insists he stays down to listen to what he has to say. He says not much important things that have to do with the plot, so let's just skip this. Ron says to Veronica, it's either him or the job. Spoiler, she picks the job. The beginning title comes on, and it's fast forward six months where Ron is an announcer at SeaWorld. He apparently gets really drunk before he announces because he's all clumsy and is saying some really weird shit, too. He's apparently announcing a dolphin show where Chippy and Ruru, the dolphins, are going are gonna do some tricks or something. Long story short, he gets fired from SeaWorld for being drunk in front of all those people. He then was so depressed that, and he had no money that he tried to hang himself from a light on the ceiling, but he was too heavy, and the light broke, so he was a-okay. New, a news person then walked in to see Ron Burgundy and take him out to lunch to tell him that he was, he's making a 24-hour news station, which may seem normal now, but this takes place in 1980. Think about that. Ron tells him that's a dumb idea and he's a stupid asshole, but he eventually decides to take the job and have salon-quality hair. He then, he then has to find his old news team, which, well, you know who they already are, right? Champ? You already know who they are. Champ, Brian, and Brick. Ron goes to find Champ first with Baxter, his dog. He finds Champ at a fast food place. He works there. He works there too. He's actually the owner. Him and Ron have a conversation. Ron asks him if his chicken is actually chicken because it looks all weird and misshapen. Champ tells him he uses mainly bats and they call it chicken of the cave, which is insanely stupid, of course. Which Ron eventually tells him that's re that he's rebuilding the news team. Champ joins in and they set out looking for Brian. Brian apparently is a very famous cat photographer, which basically means he just takes pictures of cats. Anyway, Champ and Ron 
found him and asked him if he wanted to join the news team again. He wasn't he wasn't sure at first, but eventually he agreed. They were looking for Brick Brian. They were looking for Brick. Brian told him Brian told them Brick was dead. They went to his funeral. A few people got up to talk. Brick showed up, so they found out he was not dead. The three tried to convince him that he wasn't dead, but Brick didn't believe them at first, but eventually he figured it out. By now, the news team was officially reassembled. They, have a, they, had, a nice, uh, they had a nice conversation in an RV. Uh, Brian asked who's driving. Ron said it's on cruise control, not known. The cruise control only doesn't steer. Soon enough, the RV steered off the road and there was a hilarious slow motion scene where they're all off the floor in midair in the RV while it's crashing. They make it to the news studio intact, uh, somehow, and meet everyone, including their new rival, Jack Lime. Soon, soon they meet the new boss, Linda Jackson, which they have a very awkward meeting with with her. I wasn't, I'm not gonna say, I won't say why, you'll just have to watch the movie. The movie. They fin- they get they get finished with the meeting and walk out of the room until Brick sees a woman and walks towards her. They talk to they talk and then leave. They talk and then Brick leaves. By the way, the woman he was talking with was as dumb as him, maybe dumber. Brick then Brick then goes back with the new scene. Later in the movie, Ron goes to see his wife in his old house and finds out Veronica's with someone else named Gary. He wears really dorky glasses and has dark hair. They invite Ron into into talk. Oh, and I forgot to mention Ron bought a gift for Veronica. He suddenly said it was for Walter after seeing Gary. Walter walks in the room and Ron hands him the gift. It it he opens it and it and it turns out to be a freaking small black dress, black leather dress. This is complete that is completely see-through. Veronica's like, oh no, actually that's for me. Ron then adds, no, it's specifically for Walter. Ron says to Walter, it's a, Ron says to Walter, it's a brand new superhero called Lace Man. Um, Ron later calls Veronica, and Ron later calls Veronica a bus stop tramp, and, and Gary asks, makes him leave the house. Soon in the movie, Ron Ron is back in the studio with the news team. They were discussing Jack Lime. They were discussing Jack Lime. Ron didn't know what the big deal was and said he's not that great. Jack hears that from afar and goes towards him angrily. They had an argument and Ron made a bet saying he'd beat their ratings if Jack wins. Ron says he he'll never do he'll never do the news again. And if they win, Jack's gonna change his name to Jack Lane permanently and legally. Yada yada yada. Ron and his new team, news team, wins, and Jack changes his name. Ron and the news team got many awards, and Linda called, and Linda, their boss, later called Ron into her her office and had a very weird conversation with Linda. She finds him hot as AF. Now that's now that he got now that he got all the awards. Ron leaves the office, telling the news team what happened. They had a very they had a conversation and Brick said he had a date with a woman he met. 
Brian Brian tells Brick about equipment he has for dates and stuff. Now the movie skips to Ron and Linda on a date. After they have their date, they they are there are some inappropriate parts that I'm not going to mention. Now it goes to Brick and that and that woman and and that woman's date. They're apparently at a laundry mat next to a soda machine. Yada yada yada. Lots of boring stuff happens. Skipping that. Now it goes to Ron meeting Linda's family. They had the worst first meet I've ever seen in a movie. I almost couldn't watch it all. Now it skips to Linda and Ron in a cab on the way back. They were discussing how bad it went. Linda tells Ron he can't do one story he and Brian have been working on. It's it contains airplane parts falling off airplanes. They called it Death From Above. They can't work on it because the story, uh, the studio owns Koala Airlines. Now it goes to Ron and Walter at the park because Veronica doesn't think Ron connects to Walter as a child. Walter tells him he hears the sound. He hears sounds in his room at night and he gets scared. He apparently thinks there there's a monster in his closet. Ron tells him the real thing he should be scared of is afraid of is voodoo. Now this is when the movie speeds up. So Ron told Brian he, they can't work on the story anymore. And for some reason, Ron yells at Brick. Champ and Brian stand up and punch Ron in the face because no one has to yell at Brick. That's totally unnecessary. The news team leaves so Ron is forced to do the news by himself. Ron saw a car on one of the TVs in the news studio and asked him and asked them to give it to him live. That wasn't that wasn't news back then, but now it's normal. Now you'd see that all the time on the news, especially car chases. Ron sat down at his desk. Ron sat down at his desk to re to uh, report the car chase. People were literally going nuts for it. Literally nuts. The movie now. The movie now has, for some reason, Ron ice skating and celebration. In celebration for his success, and everyone wait, and everyone is watching. Ron falls down and goes blind. Now Ron lives. Now Ron lives in a weird lighthouse in the middle of in the middle of the beach. He puts he puts firewood firewood in the oven and a bunch of weird other shit he can't because he you know he can't see. His old news team comes to visit and see and sees his and see, to see how he's doing. He explains to them of all the dumb things he did since he can't see. He prepared Triscuits for them, but it was just checker pieces and chalk. Brick, Brick was, Brick was um, the only one who ate it because he's dumb. Ron then got, Ron then got all angry at them for, for the same reason. For, for, for the same reason, and they left. They tried, they tried to chase. Ron tried to chase them, but they already drove away. Ron started crying at the beach until Veronica came to see him. She taught him to use his other senses. Later, Walter came in the house and said, Baxter, his dog, just just in case you forgot or something, the, found something on the water, in the water. They ran over to see what it was. It turned out to be a shark. It was actually a baby shark, though. Ron made a small barrier for the shark so 
They could keep it until it's strong enough to swim into the deep blue sea. Ron bottle-fed and took care of the shark until it was time for it to swim away and leave. He, he sang this really emotional, crazy song called, called While It Swam Away. The song was called Odobi because they named the shark Dobie. Soon Ron found out that the doctor could find a way to cure him and unblind him. The reason he found that out now was because Ronica deleted, was, was kept on deleting the messages the doctor left. She deleted them because Ron seemed happier than ever when he was blind. Ron was so furious that he, that he left and just went to the doctor's office and the surgery was a success. Ron went back to work. They'd, they'd had a gigantic party for him and everything. Now Ron was going to report the news. When he went on the air, Instead of saying the news, he said some really emotional stuff and then co and that Koala Airlines is a really, really shitty airline and went to go to see his son's music recital. On the way to this recital, Jack Klein came to fight Ron, but before he could, his, his whole news team came to fight too. And then a bunch of other news companies came to fight. So, so it became a national news war, of course like in the first one. There were too many, so Ron and Cham and Brian left so they could make it to the recital. But too late, but it wasn't too late, but Jack Lime in interfered and was about to fight again until Wes Mantooth, played by Vince Vaughn, came to stop the fight and go, and go, and go, and go to Ron's so side. So Jack Lime was outnumbered. The fight was over. They made it to the recital, and Brick married the woman he had met, and the, the wedding was at the beach. So when, a sh so when a shark fin was hanging out of the water, you already know who that was. Ron went in the water to see Dobie, but Dobie was viciously, attacked, was viciously attacking Ron him until Baxter came running into the water and bit Dobie and swam back to shore with Baxter on his side. The movie's finally over, and the credits came on the end. So on a scale from 1 to 10, I'd have to give this movie a 7. Goodbye, and thanks for listening. Have a nice day.